Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're going to do something, I was going to say a little different, but it's not. We're playing a game, so it's kind of the same thing, but we're playing a game that Kurt put together. Uh, So I'm going to kick it over to Kurt and I'll let him give all the details and everything and we'll walk through everything. Thank you, John. Uh, So tonight we're going to play a fun little game that I made up on my own. This is going to be one of a series of games that I'm going to eventually collect, but I'm going to release them individually as I make them. I don't know exactly what I'm going to call that collection. I think it's going to be like fantasy, fantasy to play anytime or anywhere or something like that. It's going to be a series of games where you can either play it just as is, or you can kind of include it in your campaign if you're playing a campaign with friends. So this one is called If These Bones Could Talk. Um, and in this game, it's a GM GMless role-playing game where some of the players are playing adventurers and one player is playing a skeleton of a deceased adventurer. And in this game, someone in the adventuring group is going to make this skeleton come to life and they're going to try to figure out what's going on uh with them uh it's basically just uh i thought it'd be kind of a fun like you know what what happened to this this adventurer that's you know either uh on the toppest mountain in the cold dead or down in a dungeon you know torn in twain uh that kind of thing so um yeah that's kind of what we'll be doing tonight um jesse yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, Jesse is going to be playing the role of the skeleton. Uh, John, Kevin, and myself will be playing the role of the adventuring group. So uh, before we get into the actual game itself, we ask some questions. So the first question, or the first series of questions, is for the skeleton, which Jesse is playing. Are you calling yourself Mr. Bones? Or... um. You know what? I think that is the name. All right. So that, yeah, for all intents and purposes, yes. That's at least that's the name that he is most familiar with at this point in his on life. Okay. Sounds good. So since you are playing Mr. Bones, the unlife version of it, I'm going to ask you a few questions that I have written down from the game. Uh, you can answer them in any way you want. You can be as descriptive or you can be as not descriptive. You can leave out as much as you want because then there will be us bringing you to life and trying to figure out more about you. Hmm. So um, do you have any distinguishing details on you or around you? Yes. So on the skull of Mr. Bones is carved a smile. So like it, it and it it's like carved into the bone of like this big grinning smile. Awesome. Are you wearing any clothes or jewelry besides that? Uh yes, he has some um probably brass bands on his wrists and his ankles that they uh they're like pieces uh strung together. Okay. Um, hmm. okay. So for just for the audience now, and just to kind of put some ideas into Jesse's head, as far as what he might want to tell us and stuff like that, 
I came up with some other things like would this being be a queen that betrayed their kingdom, a servant who found a magical item, an orc and a block of ice, those kind of things. So that's kind of some stuff to kind of think about when it comes to your personality and what you may mm-hmm. want to tell us about um, how you lived and, or maybe how you died. Another thing too is again, I'm trying not to go through every single thing, even though this is a short <laughs> list of things, but I will just kind of hit some points. Like an, uh, another thing you can kind of keep in mind, Jesse is like, are your responses cryptic and short? Do you want the other adventurers to help avenge what happened to you? Are you an evildoer that like even even in death wants to uh, put the adventurers going down the wrong path? Those kind of things. Hmm. Um, another thing I added too is, you know, maybe in return, maybe you're one of these people that you're asking some of the questions like, you know, how did the how did the elf get that scar on their head? You know. Why are you wearing, you know, two different colored boots? You know, what's the deal with you kind of thing, that kind of thing. So that's pretty much what you can want to kind of keep in mind when you're playing the role of the skeleton. Uh, as far as the adventuring party goes, it's basically kind of the same thing you would do when you would make up your character for a role playing game. You can talk about your personalities. You can talk about how everyone met. You can talk about who's in charge. You can talk about, well, eventually we'll have to talk about who's going to resurrect this skeleton for the time being to kind of talk out what's going on with them. Um, And then we can also pick out where where we found this skeleton. So, like, you know, we kind of talked about that whole thing, like where, you know, he could have been here and he could have been there or whatever. Or if you're playing a they or a she, you know, it's like, you know, where exactly were they found? And that could kind of have something to do with it. So as far as that goes, uh, John and Kevin, do you, is there any like, did you come up with any distinguishing features, any of your personalities? Uh, I'll start with John. Is there anything that you came up with as far as your character? Um, just a name, a name and, and a race, I guess. He's a Dirtkeel Mountainborn. He's a, a squat dwarven fighter, you know. Heavily armed, armored, you know, big warhammer, um, big, you know, two-handed warhammer, big, big beard, you know, the whole dwarf, like classic dwarf. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, do you, and does your does your character have a name? Uh, Dirkiel Mountainborn. Oh yeah, that's right. You said that. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot, so I didn't remember, <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> All right, Kevin, what about you? What about your character? So obviously I'm the the uh, I'm assuming it's going to be magic that brings the skeleton to be able to speak with us. So I'll be a magic user. I'll be a wizard. And his name is Brar the Brilliantly Bright. He's kind of just a human with a blue robe and a backpack. He's got a lot of pockets in his robe for, you know, scrolls and books and writing utensils. Um, It always looks like he has like a sneer on his face. He doesn't look like he's the most friendly of people. And he is always just on the lookout for kind of knowledge. Uh, and obviously, he's a, a wizard, so he's always trying to find new spells, new scrolls, new ma- some a- a- any kind of knowledge, magical, arcane knowledge, things like that. Uh, he's not a very pleasant person. Um, he's only he only cares about finding these kind of magic things. Nice, that's awesome. Uh, my character that I will be playing is an orc called Lucky. 
Um, he is a seven foot one tall orc that's kind of got like uh, like a beer gut, but also kind of skinny and tall. Um, not a, actually a very good fighter at all. He has like a like super one of those super big like hammers that's really tall. And he and every time he tries to use it, like most of the time he can't really do anything with it. He doesn't really, you know, he's one of those guys that always wants to destroy things. And doesn't do that much, but every once in a while, he'll get lucky. So the the characters you and John picked kind of fit perfectly in for how I wanted <laughs> I wanted my character to interact interact <laughs> with you too. So this works out good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect, um, John. That's a good idea. Would actually, can you, John? Can you put your name into the chat too, just so I can remember? Because I won't remember because I'm terrible with those things. Sorry for the for the typing for a little bit okay so um another thing oh you guys are all changing your names on here okay all right let's do that then let's change (laughs) names here yep edit name yep i mean i'm pretty sure people could that's like i have like the easiest one besides mr bones uh but okay so uh before we get into it all um i'm just gonna ask I'm going to ask uh, John and Kevin again. Is is there anything else we want to talk about as far as our party go? Do we want to talk about how we met? Do we want to talk about our, is one of us um, like famous? I, I kind of feel like the way Kevin is doing his character, that like he hired us. Like we're, nice. like we're the muscle, right? Like nice. he's off doing wizard stuff and he's like, man, I don't want to get, stabbed by you know <laughs> some asshole in the bar hey hey you you guys come here <laughs> nice i like that i like that that's perfect yeah, and good and bar bar kevin bar you said that he's like not very easy to get along with so you are you basically just do the thing and i don't really care just long, i'm paying you to do this thing yeah so i think you know it, so if we're if we're out walking somewhere we're, you know we're adventuring but you know we're obviously you guys would be in the front he would just trail behind you know not really speak to you guys so i i my assumption is the two of you get along quite well and there's a rapport just because you have this dickhead with you and he's not really you know adding anything to it other than just paying you guys so you know he kind of trails behind following you wherever we go uh kind of you know just talking to himself you know he's probably reading and scribbling and things like that so I think John's point about, you know, me hiring you, that works out good. Um, so, yeah, it's just, okay, these guys are just meat bags to, <laughs> to, to, you know, to get me through wherever we're going. And, you know, that's kind of the way he, he interacts with you guys. And, and are we in like a twin situation where like we're Danny DeVito and, and, uh, <laughs> we get a dwarf Arnold, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought seven foot tall orc and a, a dwarf. Like I just thought like, of Puma the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So before we get into uh, getting into uh, resurrecting Mr. Bones and getting his information, uh, I will have, if unfortunately, of course, being the guy that's running this, I don't have a uh, D20. I think D20 is what I said. Or D10. Uh, so what we're going to actually, if anybody has a D10, we're going to yeah. roll that D10, and we're going to add a 10 to that. And whatever. 19. Nice. All right. 
So that means that we're going to have 19 minutes to ask all the questions that we can to see how Mr. Bones either lived or died. Um, so the goal is to just find out information about what happened to the skeleton. That's the that's the play, right? Well, that's that's up to you. Like, there's okay. different way there's different ways you can play it. So you can either ask him how he died. You could ask him certain things about what, like, why are you here? That kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Um, so it's open ended. There isn't kind of a goal we're trying to get to, right? There we're isn't. Trying. It's it's okay. more of just trying to get information and just the uh, conversation of getting to know someone that you haven't before. Basically, okay. it's almost like. It's almost like meeting somebody for the first time, except for they're dead and they're going to only be there for some time and then they're going to go off somewhere else. And it actually sounds pretty perfect now that I say that out loud. It's like it's like uh, speed dating. Yes, exactly. <laughs> except for this is going to be less painful. <laughs> so did we say I don't think we said where where we're at right now or where, where we find the skeleton or anything. Right? We did not. So that's okay. something we can definitely talk about. So, so do we want to develop that as like where like where are we walking? What what's Barar up to? Like are we, you know, heading to um, you know, some some uh, other wizard's castle or is he in search of some uh, old forgotten tome? Uh Yeah, real quick. So I I don't care where he's found. <laughs> I don't care where he's found, but can I have input as to how he's found, like how he appears when he's found. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, I feel like that's a good way to do it. And then that's one of the things I wanted with this game is to be able to, for everyone to kind of work together to come up with different things. And then it's not just one person doing one thing. It's not a GM saying, Hey, this is what's going to happen. This is where we're going. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a, everybody kind of helps develop this scenario basically. So where do you do you want to do you want to reveal that now or when we decide? No, I'll let I'll let uh, I'll let I'll let twins here. Um, I'll let the three of you explore and talk. And then just when when you come upon the skeleton, I just I have an idea for how that is. Okay, but wherever you want, wherever you three stumble upon them or, or wherever you're trying to purposely locate them, I don't know, but. He's in the latrine. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's going to be a fun story. All right, Kevin, what do you think? So I would say that we're on the way to somewhere. You know, we're not coming back from a job. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going somewhere to. Um, so I, I, I've, I've just hired you guys. So we're we're heading out. Uh, let's say it's just like some abandoned farmhouse. Um, do we want it? So an abandoned farmhouse, kind of on the edge of a forest. So it's not in the forest, but it's kind of on the edge. Um, What's well, like yeah, a woodsman's shack or something like that? Yeah. So it's like right on the edge. German dark, huge forest. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it's not in the forest, you know, it's kind of on the edge and there's, you know, there's the, you know, it has, it, some of the forest is cleared out for like a vegetable patch and things like that, uh, you know, an old animal pen. 
Um, so it's not like a woodsman shack, but it's kind of kind of close to that. So yeah, we're we're heading out there. I've told you guys that you know I'm you know I'm out looking for arcane knowledge. Uh, so anything you see that has writing on it, and you know, Brar will say. My assumption is neither of you can read anyway, so it's not going to be useful for you. So anything with scribbles on it, I get. If you find anything else, you know, whether it's weapons or armor or jewels or, you know, gold, I don't really care. You guys can have that. But anything that looks like a book or a scroll or anything that has writing on it is, you know, is what I keep on top of, you know, whatever I'm paying you. You know, you guys get to keep all the other stuff. Ice, not bad, right? <laughs> he, he keeps the papers and we get the get all the shinies yeah that's fine by me i don't want books anyway books are stupid books are for stupid people <laughs> right look at him right i know all he does is he looks for books and where has it gotten him not very far he got him that pointy hat though he does have that pointy hat and you know what i bet you it's under there is a pointy head <laughs> he elbows you but like it's your thigh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, high, high five <laughs> so uh you know hey hey brar he turns around you you could have gotten us a a horse you know i i gotta walk twice as far as you so brar looks up from you know he's he probably has a scroll un, unraveled, and he's you know, and he's reading it, and he kind of looks over to where Dirk Hill says that about the horse, and he looks from Dirk Hill to Lucky, and kind of back and forth, and so I don't think there's any kind of uh, any kind of horse dealer that would uh, be able to match up uh, a pair to to fit you two. Maybe if you find any shinies, you can go buy your own horse, but just keep your head forward and make sure you know nothing jumps out at us. I One thought you timer. were going to suggest that Dirk will ride Lucky. <laughs> I was thinking it. <laughs> One time someone made me ride a donkey. I killed it. <laughs> well, so did, did you kill You killed it by riding it or did you killed it? Look at this. And then he turns it. Oh, no, I snapped his neck around and then ate it for his, like, butt cheeks. He's like, guess what happened? So then Brar just shakes his head and starts mumbling and pu- puts the puts the scroll up in front of his face to kind of try to block. And then he turns his head sideways to make sure it's covering both of them. And he just keeps walking. So making sure Lucky and Dark are all covered up by the, the hymn reading. And so out of sight, out of mind for the moment. And just <laughs> you can hear him mumbling to himself about dum-dums and paying them too much. And at least they'll amuse each other and leave me alone while he's walking. So while you're mumbling, Dirk Hill just says, like, you know, loud enough for you to hear. He's like, you think you could use the magic to buy us to just summon us a horse, right? Eh? Eh? And he, like, looks up, <laughs> up at Lucky. Or you could get me a donkey. Do the ass summoning. Ha, 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 ha. What but, is but the... you'd kill it, though. <laughs> what is the magic field for creation? I forget what it's called. Um, uh, you know, so no, Brar would just shout, the two of you shut up. I'm not that much of a necromancer, so I don't want to have to kill you if you keep annoying me. Uh, and I'm not a, I can't create things, uh, but you can go buy your own donkey for whatever 
and then you know he kind of stops for a minute and goes didn't didn't you say you killed the other donkey why do you want another one it, i said it for i said it for humor brar see as summoning it's funny right brar <laughs> it almost sounds moon. like rar like <laughs> like you're a lion rar <laughs> and then brar looks over and lucky still hasn't pulled up his breeches so his you know his butt's still hanging out and he kind of shakes his head and puts the scroll back up in front of his face and keeps walking. <laughs> Somebody got up on the wrong side of the straw this morning. Maybe maybe his wife left him. <laughs> For donkey. <laughs> Dark. Lucky, Lucky can't think of any other jokes other than donkey jokes right now. <laughs> donkey and ass <laughs> jokes. Trying to figure out something else to burn him with, and he's like, oh, I've got his donkey. <laughs> the bra shouts, yeah. No wife. People people are annoying, whether they're human people or whatever you two are. Family distracts you from knowledge and learning things. Something you two uh, should probably take to take to heart. Keep yourself by yourself and try to learn things. It makes you a, a better whatever you two are. Maybe you could learn some better jokes. And then he just harumphs and starts walking, <laughs> walking a bit faster. He the uh, lucky looks to Durkel and he's like, Bar's not very nice, is he? He's mean and ugly. <laughs> he he kind of laughs. Uh, he says, "Well, he is mean. Uh, I mean, he's not my type, so I, I suppose he could be ugly. Maybe that's why his wife left him, huh?" Yep. <laughs> I would. I would rather have donkey. That's funny, right? All right, uh, we're moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but best not, best not to go down that road. Yeah, we we should probably get try find scroll or book for ugly. I I just imagine Lucky is now uh, he's in an amateur stand up comedian career track, and <laughs> he's multi class, right? Yeah. And so moving on is his transitional material. <laughs> That's yeah. how he moves from one joke to the next. So moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't read or write, but every time he goes on stage, he pulls out a scroll like he's reading it, you know. <laughs> one time he's a, he's I went to bar with Brar. He's pointy man. <laughs> his notes for all his jokes are just pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It's all donkeys. It's all donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> this this donkey have mustache. <laughs> this donkey have long hair. So when um when Dark Hill looks back and says about maybe that's why his wife left him, um, Brar pulls down his pointy hat a bit further down Single over t- his ears, <laughs> and it comes down further, like on his eyebrow level, and then you see him kind of wave one of his hands. And there's just some like stuff that spins around, around like his head, and he's casting a cone of silence over his ear so he can't do anything. <laughs> and I imagine they're huge bushy eyebrows too, right? Like there's a cat. So they're sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, uh, "I I don't I don't know that we're gonna find any books out here." You know, looks around. It's just like trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we could, we could, we could cut down the trees and make some, eh? I mean, we couldn't do it, but I mean, we could. He could probably do it. Once my my uncle told me he went in forest. 
and found magazines by tree that were very sexy in nature. <laughs> and he wondered why someone would leave them there. <laughs> so Brar shouts, good Lord, this spell didn't work. Would you two hurry up? Let's get to this farmhouse. I can't take it anymore. I thought you had cone of silence. <laughs> <laughs> you distracted you, me. The, you the hear what you want to hear, failed. eh, Briar? <laughs> The verbal piece of my spell failed because you two kept nattering on. Let's hurry up and get to this stupid house. I told you it takes me twice as long to walk. And he, like, you know, does his hands on his, you know, fingers on his hands like he makes a walking motion. <laughs> I'm short. I know it. Lucky says, okay, dirt gal, you, you pretend you me and I pretend I'm donkey. And then he flips you up on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> You just like grab them, throw them up there. Exactly. There's like no like. There's no like waiting. It's just gone. You're just up there. (laughs) I I could see for miles up here. (laughs) Can you say book or scroll or house? And he like puts his hands up like he's shading his eye. Nope, just more trees. (laughs) So right before Dark Hill got thrown up on uh, Lucky's shoulder. Brar just started moving faster and just starts running to try to get ahead of him <laughs> to try to get away, get to the Fast house. walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's doing a power walk like a, you see everybody in the mall before it opens. Uh, so he's doing a power walk, uh, still looking at the scroll, trying to move him a bit forward. So now I'm assuming now with Dirk Hill unlucky, they're, they're catching up and passing him again. And just <laughs> Brar keeps saying, it's it's over to the left. It should be right up there. And he just keeps pointing and trying to t- trying to run a bit faster. I think that that Lucky like actually like does one of those things where he like catches up and then he slows back down to make Brar feel better and then he gets a little bit further and then he slows back <laughs> down again. <laughs> when you start speeding up, Dirk Hill just yells, Giddy up! <laughs> Dirk Hill, do you feel wind in your hair? Do you feel more alive? I do. This is what it feels like to be Orc. Not that it's bad to be dwarf. Well, I tell you, I can't see very far, and it takes me a long time to get where I'm going, but uh, I, I could get used to this. Maybe we could make like a, a little sling, a little backpack maybe? Yes, or maybe I can get jacket, and I could sling it around, and you could be the head, and I could be the body, and we could pull pranks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We could, be, Blaster. we could be dwarf yes. slash orc. We could be dork. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nine and a half foot tall dork. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my life, except for a little shorter. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Bar goes, oh, thank goodness. The, the farmhouse is right there. Would you hurry up and let's get there? He can't wait for this part to be over. I imagine that like Brar runs in and just slams the door behind himself. (laughs) So we're like outside, like, wait, what? (laughs) Well, yeah. So let's get up. If we're getting close to the the farmhouse. So Jesse, is there anything? Do you want to be inside or outside? Uh, Inside. Okay. Inside. Um, I would say. And I'm assuming this is like an abandoned farmhouse, right? yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's run down, you know, so that, you know, I said there's a vegetable plot, but it's all grown over. There's, you know, the. The, the part where there was like a pen for animals and it's all fallen down and everything, you know, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. an abandoned. I would say 
that Brar wouldn't go run into the house and shut the door because that's why he hired you guys. In yeah, case yeah, there was yeah, somebody yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of standing near the door, you know, just kind of like a kid bouncing, hurry up, hurry up, go, go look, hurry up, get in there. And, you know, just trying to get you guys into the, into the door to, to make sure that there's not nothing creepy crawly in there that would, would jump out at Brar. So he, he's waiting for you guys, two guys to get in. All so, right. Maybe you should put me down. Until <laughs> you walked into the door, I was trying to decide either I forget and walk and he falls off, or no, I get yes. or I get on my uh, hands and knees like a donkey and then he rides on my back and then I'm like, no. I imagine I imagine Dirk is like, okay, maybe you should put me in that don't and he falls. <laughs> no, All no, right. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Oh, sorry, Dirk Owl. I tried to duck, but I miss. He's he's like laying on his back like a fucking turtle now because he's got all the armor and shit on. <laughs> he actually give me, give me a hand. Yep, he actually picks you up like super easy, like someone one handing a doll and like puts you on your feet. <laughs> I, I, that's a that's a that's a stout wall for a beating down old house. <laughs> I hear dwarves had hard heads, but you did not make dent. And he's just like. Bonk, 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 you know, <laughs> knocks on his helmet. Uh, and then he goes, should I go in first or after you? Uh, he, like, looks around, just shrugs, like, you go high, I go low. Oh, I totally lost the accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Is that lucky? Lucky he's, two he's, he's yeah. busy. Yeah, you are becoming brother. We are talking like <laughs> each other. We are married now. <laughs> we're like twins yeah <laughs> yeah we are and then he kicks the door open <laughs> <laughs> nice and like and, and and it's funny because we're all kind of like i I feel like we're all kind of like we're, or we're both kind of like uh really silly and bullshit but then as soon as you kick the door down it's like all of a sudden like the music kicks in it's like you walk in and we're both are slow motion like don't fuck with us you know that kind of thing as we walk in you're like i'm already low to the ground so like shoulder roll out to the right comes up hammer in both hands and you just kind of like step through you know big, yeah. whatever whatever the hell you're carrying just yeah. like consuming the whole door frame. Yeah. You know? I kind of do like an NBA player boxing out. I put my arms out to the side like waiting. <laughs> and then like it like in the like cuts like the music like cuts straight and then, like all you hear is like wind and like there's nothing going on in there. You know like Durkel, do you see scroll our book? I don't see very much here. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me pull back this uh, this curtain here. <laughs> like slides over, like it's like it's shredded, right? Like it's all like falling apart. So he goes to pull like it, shredded canvas, and it just like crumbles on top of it. So he's just <laughs> like covered in like shredded, dusty old curtain. But you know, some of the light comes in from you know from outside and reveals like maybe a couple of. Uh, Maybe like a bookcase, you know, like an old, you know, old wooden farmhouse table. There's like two chairs, you know, one of them's kicked over. There's like an old, 
you know, pot-bellied stove with like a rusty pot and like the doors hanging off. Like it's just, it's clear that it's been empty for a long time. And, you know, no one's, you know, either it's been ransacked a little bit or, you know, it's just in, in complete disrepair. But like, you know, maybe there's a smattering of books, you know, because clearly Brar wanted to come here. So he was expecting to find something. And so Brar's head will be peeking into the door. And as soon as you touch the the curtain, it falls, you know, falls to pieces. You know, if he sees a, the bookcase there, he'll, you know, he'll shout, don't either of you touch any of those books. I don't want your dumb to, to wear off on the books and ruin all the words. So just <laughs> don't put your paws on it. And then he puts, he pulls that little handkerchief, holds it over his face so he doesn't <laughs> breathe in all of the dust. <laughs> And Lucky kind of looks around at everything, you know, and is really like taking it in. And he's like, oh, oh, this place has good bones. And then he looks at the camera and winks <laughs> of the game. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Dirk, he'll just like starts, you know, he'll open the cabinet. Like he's just kind of like throwing stuff for Andy looking like because we get all the good stuff, right? Like books, whatever. So like he's looking for gold. He's looking for you know, a uh, little fig, you know, any uh, like little figurines or so, you know, stuff we could sell maybe, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So I'm, it's just thinking, you know, it's like a one, one floor, it's probably like one house. room, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just one big room. So while you guys are looking and then Brar sees the bookshelf, uh, and then obviously it looks like Dirk Hill and lucky, you know, as you said, you know, you get anything that's not books or papers or whatever, uh, crash, crash, crash. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a really small, small thing. So, uh, you know, so bro, and Jesse, just tell me if this, I don't want to, you know, step on what you want to do. So I was just going to say, so bro, will see the two of them kind of smashing around and he'll say out the back there. Uh, I, I think all the, all the shiny stuff's in the ground out back. So there, there's like a door out the back. So go out that door and right outside the door, just start digging in the ground. I think it's all out there. You know, he's trying to get them out so he doesn't smash up <laughs> and everything else. Go start digging in the yard. I think it's all out in the back. Dirk looks at you kind of suspiciously like he's got a pot in his hand. And he looks, kind of cocks his head. He throws it over his shoulder. He says, outside, out there? Out the back, through that back door. Just, just walk, open the back door, take two steps, and just start digging. It should be there. So Barrage is trying to get him out of the house. So he's straight in he looks up at Lucky and he says, Al, he was right about the books. What do you think? We go dig a hole? One time, someone tells a story about buried treasure. And I think, buried treasure sound good. And then I hear of Davy Jones' locker. And I think there may be locker out there for us to find. So you mean like a locker, like a big, like a chest? You put a lot of gold in a chest. There's always gold in chest. <laughs> And then Briar said, there's always chest and buried in backyard. So go out and start digging. <laughs> Dirk Hill's convinced. <laughs> he goes over, opens up the back door, looks around. Eh, yeah. Starts looking around for like an old shovel that's still sitting out there or whatever. We can't dig with a warhammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lucky just okay. uses his hands because his hands are like, you know, huge meat pockets. Uh, we'll say. As soon as Dirk Hill steps out the back, there is probably about 20 or so feet back behind the house is like a a big 
cleared area like not even like cut down or anything like down to the dirt like big circular area with these small like two foot standing stones encircling it hey x marks the spot hey eh? <laughs> he so, was right he's the smart one so the stories are true <laughs> looks like after you kind sir and he like does this like bow and like puts his arm out and he's like boom and he runs into the center <laughs> i am assuming neither of you read either so i'm not going to bother doing any of that <laughs> save that for brar right yeah. so brar will hear them excited and because he was just expecting the, <laughs> he was getting them out of the backyard just to dig a hole. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they seem a bit too excited for just going to dig a hole. So he'll kind of he'll walk away from the bookcase, uh, the bookshelf, and kind of look out the back and see them running to. I'm assuming is it a circle of stones or there's just a couple? Um, it's there's probably like a dozen or so stones, okay, okay. like and that it, circle the area. Okay, so then Brar will see that and. Kind of, kind of start walking out while Dark Heel and Lucky are. <laughs> I'm assuming Dark Heel's legs are going really fast, and then Lucky's got like the big, long, big lumbering. So he'll follow them out and follow them to, towards the circle of stones. Wait, wait, not there, not there. Wait, no, no, go. It was out front. It was out front, right? Just, you guys go out front. <laughs> well, so in in Brar's mind, you know, if there's if there's a circle of stones. That usually means something, so he'll he'll let two of them go first in case <laughs> something gets tripped by this circle of stone. So you know he'll he'll say, okay, well, the worst they can do is crash into to one of the stones, and I'm not carrying any stones back, so whatever. You know he'll let them keep going and just follow behind them. All right, Jed. So do we see Mr. Bones laying outside? Do you do you have a, a setup for? Uh... Uh, I don't. I changed my mind. So. Uh, everything that I went from the beginning, it, it doesn't count anymore. Okay. So, so it's going to be completely different. So, so you do. So yeah, all it's just the clear, the cleared ground down to the dirt. Even it's like slightly impressed a little bit. Like a um, depression. Does it look burnt at all? Yes. No. Are there any other? I mean, I don't know. The dirt hill would notice. Uh, so there's a uh, how how big across is is this circular area? Did you say twenty? I don't feet? know is how big is it. At least it's like twenty feet, right? At the beginning. Sure. Did I? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think so. Or twenty feet back. I don't. Know. I don't. Remember twenty feet back. I don't know. You tell me how big it is. I don't, I don't know. Twenty I don't feet. Know. Thirty feet. Sure. Twenty feet. Twenty feet. Okay. Twenty twenty feet from the back of the house, and then twenty feet. Impression yep. stones around it. Yep. Yeah. Is is there anything on the stones? You kind of let that slip. Is there writing on the stones? Uh, if yes, yeah, so Brar actually like is wise enough to check that. I suppose. Yeah. There's um. There's in in like various languages and sigils and stuff like that. There's don't like don't cross the stones. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's like hexes and warnings and like. <laughs> And like suppression spells and like all this and basically like do not enter like you are doomed if you do like all this kind of stuff. So right before Dirk Heel and Lucky break the 
the plane, you know, I'm assuming like the stones are in a circle around it right before they break the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, Bra will scream, stop. There's no shoddies in there. And then I'm, oh, assuming I assume Dirk Hill was already in. Oh, in? okay. <laughs> okay. Well then I'll still shout, stop. <laughs> Dirk Hill's already in the middle and Lucky, Lucky's got a shovel and he's getting ready to put down. Um, but I'll stop. I'll, I'll yell. Yeah, so I'll yell that, but obviously it's a bit too late. But I'll, you, I'll you know, I'll run up to where the stones are and kind of look at them and see see if they've melted or got exploded or anything yet. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.